Hello and welcome once again to another episode of Corona Out, hosted by me, Jennifer. I'm sorry, my voice is dying because I literally just did episode four and I don't know why, but my voice hates it. Anyways, this is a podcast full of the problems that COVID has brought us and how we can solve them. As you probably know, today's episode is about letting go of bad habits. Yay! Obviously, we've had bad habits before COVID, and COVID may or may not have influenced them, but I thought it was still worth talking about. Like now, touching your face with your hands would be a bad habit. There we go. It's related to COVID. And other than COVID-related ones, there's also a ton like procrastination, bad posture, stress eating. There's a lot out there. Today, we're going to be sharing some stories and a few tips on how we can change them. But before we get into that, I just want to share some of the most common bad habits. Some of them that I'm reading from your dictionary says cramming for exams, skipping meals for diets, ignoring physical symptoms of potential health problems. Okay, I think these are pretty obvious ones we all do. And this is a secret, but I actually probably have two cavities or more because one day I was eating chocolate and suddenly I felt this sharp pain from my bottom tooth. Or was it the top? I don't remember because I stopped eating chocolate from then on or I melted it with my tongue. Oh yeah, if you ever have a toothache or a potential cavity, just soften your food if it hurts. Like obviously, it's worse than just stepping away from the food completely, but it's hard to not give in to the temptations of food. Uh, let's see if we have any more interesting ones. Okay, according to Mike, it's a website name by the way, some of the most common bad habits are nail biting, using um and like when you talk, and playing with your hair. I get nail biting and maybe using um or like, but I never thought playing with your hair is terrible. I mean, if you have to be respectful or something, possibly. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, you don't want to be, like, fiddling with your hair while, like, I don't know, someone's talking to you. Also, I don't really think it's possible for humans to not use um and like when we talk because it's just a part of us. But below the main point, below the using um and like habit says, According to ABC News, Herbert Clark of Stanford University and Jean Foxtree of the University of California at Santa Cruz concluded these disfluencies also serve as conversation signals. Phrases signify that the speaker needs the listener to realize he or she is delaying speech and the speaker wants to avoid an awkward silent gap in conversation. It's easy to catch when other people are guilty of the habit, but not so easy to keep track of our own tendencies. Next time you're at a loss for words, don't give in to using ums and uhs. Instead, pay careful attention to your sentences, take a second to reclaim your thoughts, and then continue with the correct words. That makes sense, like we don't want a 5 second awkward pause because we're looking for the right word. I'm not contradicting Stanford or University of Santa Clara, but unless you're, wasn't, no, Santa Cruz, I'm sorry, University of Santa Cruz, but unless you're really good at talking, I don't think we can not have a pause or a filler word. I personally take like three seconds to process the information, another three to think about what to say, and then I say it. It also depends, but half the time I reply with, hmm, because I know I need to respond, but my brain hasn't processed the info yet. 
And that also, I usually come up with what I need to say while I'm telling them, not before. So if I need to have a casual conversation with a friend or something, I think it'll be pretty hard to choose my words carefully if that makes sense. But on the other hand, I am pretty slow at processing things. Like once I was walking to orchestra at school, my friend was calling my name. Thinking about it now, I remember hearing her voice calling my name pretty long. And it took like five calls for me to actually turn my body and physically respond. I remember afterwards she got really annoyed and she was like, oh my gosh, do you have ears? Like I called you 20 freaking times and there were people staring at me like I'm psycho. Anyways, let's on to let's move on to actually fixing these bad habits now. Okay, an article called How to Break a Bad Habit by James Clear is what we're going to explore. The website is also called James Clear. It's a blog by him, I'm pretty sure. If you don't know, James Clear is the author of the book Atomic Habits, which is an amazing book with amazing reviews. It has literally more than 38,000 reviews and it's 4.8 stars on Amazon and it's also number two on the Amazon charts at least when I looked at it so this person is legit. First this person clear says that we have to know that stress and boredom cause bad habits. We don't like doing something or getting bored so we start making this bad habit to replace that and also stress and boredom might be caused by these bigger reasons, so we should keep out for those bigger reasons as well. Next, you shouldn't try to eliminate a bad habit. The bad habit is there for a reason, and it might have replaced a good habit from the past, so you need to re-replace that replaced habit. Finally, uh, we're looking at how to deal with them. Number one, choose a substitute to replace that bad habit. For example, if you're getting tempted by social media in the middle of work, just write a sentence. Actually, instead of the middle of work, if you're procrastinating, just start a task with the simplest thing because once you start, it's easier to keep going. Even if whatever you're doing seems like trash and you have zero clue what's happening with your fingers when you're typing, just do it. Once you start, it's easier to keep going. And also, just block Instagram or whatever while you turn, while you work or turn off your phone, just take away distractions. And in fact, our second point here is about cutting out any triggers. Environment matters. The next one is to join forces with somebody, like do the challenge with a friend or someone else who's suffering from the same thing. And then you also should surround yourself with people who live like you would want to. After that, it says visualize yourself succeeding. I think I said this in a previous episode, the before taste of something is pleasant too. See yourself succeeding in breaking that habit and feel that pleasure and satisfaction. Then you feel motivated and want to do it even more. The next one I think is very, very important. You do not need to be someone else. Just return to the old you. You probably have had a part of your life without that bad habit, hence it's definitely possible to change back and you don't need to transform yourself to conquer that bad habit. Um, the following one is to use the word but to battle negative self-talk. I'm sure we all doubt ourselves a lot and you can't take back what you said, so counter it. I can't remember where this is from, but believing something helps you do it or it stops you from doing it. If you think that I can do this, it actually heightens your chances of doing it 
And if you're like, oh, ugh, I can't do this. This is so hard. This is impossible. Then you probably won't be able to do it. Finally, the last one here is super important. I would deem it as the most important thing here. Plan for failure. Everyone fails. It's completely normal. If you don't fail, then you're not improving or you're not human. Failure is necessary to advance and evolve. And yes, it sucks, but it's essential. So next time you fail, don't beat yourself up for it. Just accept that you're human. And on the plus side, you're a step closer to success. As an end note, he also said that the best starting step would be knowing when strictly these habits come into play. A way you can do this in the article, it said like carry around a small notebook or like notepad and just write down all the times and like the habits. Or you can even use your phone, like just keep it in your pocket and write down all the times you catch yourself at that bad habit. In this episode, we covered some everyday bad habits and how to get rid of them with the help of James Clear and his article. If you haven't, I highly recommend you to read Atomic Habits or at least like some of it because it's not the most enjoyable book, but it's really helpful in the long run. Thank you for listening. Please check out the YouTube at Corona Out. Same as the podcast name and at corona dot underscore out on Instagram. I will leave links down below like always, so please follow and subscribe for exclusive content. Also, leave a review if you can and follow from wherever you're listening. Once again, thank you if you've made it this far and see you on the next episode. Bye!